you fans. Boys are back. All right. Well, we'll get into all of that. Welcome to the Utah Football Fans Podcast. I'm Bryn Whitchurch, Gary Axsmith, James Russin. We're going to the ship, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Back. Back to it. Back to back. Back Did I I read somewhere that that's never happened with a South team? I have no idea. You know? Oh, well, maybe I'm making things up. I don't know. Sounds good. Look it up. Statman. Verify. What I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that right now. I thought that I saw that somewhere, which would be awesome. Would, but uh, that's either it's way, sweet, though it is sweet. It's awesome. not easy. The team always says that's goal number one. Mm-hmm. Win the South, goal achieved. So here we are, Tuesday night, a few hours ago. The college football playoff rankings came out. We landed at number five. Thank you, Alabama. Let that th- let that oh. sink in. <laughs> I, I know number five. This isn't the AP. This yeah. isn't the coach's poll, some other stupid poll. This is the poll that counts. Right. The committee's poll, and we are number five. I did have to let that kind of sink into myself tonight. I'm thinking, in the entire country, we are number five. It's fantastic. We're being talked about by everyone. This is insane. This is insanity. This is the stuff that you just wait for every year as a fan. And here we are. So, number five, I don't know that any of us were surprised by that. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Number no, I, five. That's right where I thought. I was, I was a little nervous. You just never know what the committee's going to do. Oklahoma's right behind us, and there's a whole bunch of talk about who's going to be where and all that sort of stuff. So, I was nervous, but we should be number five. Yeah, I'm with you. I read uh, some things, listened to some things. I think it was an ESPN guy. I can't remember the name right offhand, but they were making the case for Oklahoma. Uh Of course, Oklahomans. They're losers, by the way. Holy cow. They, uh, you know, they're making a push for themselves. I get it. But this guy from ESPN was saying why it was going to be Oklahoma. So I was nervous Mm -hmm. on the one hand a little bit, but I I didn't think we were going to get bumped. And we weren't. We're number five. Thank you, uh, Auburn. Oh, how fun was that game, by the way? 
I mean, you know? holy cow. Bama. Bama. Everyone's, you got to know everyone's them. cheering you. Everyone for that. hates Alabama or, or Auburn, and, for Auburn. Oh, crybaby Saban. Oh, my gosh. He's just such a crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you hear his post game press oh, conference? Oh, yeah. It was I unfair. It was unfair for them to pull that. Oh, they outcoached you, <laughs> genius. Oh, but we should have had more time on the clock. No, that's not how it works, bud. I can't that stand Nick a, Saban. He's just. He's an ass. So but it's great. He's They're gone. They're ranked, what, 10th now? You know what the best part about that, too, was? Watching all the, all the memes of people getting sucked into the bushes. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> that one chick that, like, was she in couldn't the bushes. She couldn't get out. And no one helped her. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everyone just left her there. That was great. You know, I saw someone on Twitter. I, I don't know who it was, but he said, admittedly, he's a Boise State fan. I, yeah, I saw him. <laughs> and he said, I, I hate Utah. I usually cheer against Utah, but... I'm cheering for him because this is why the playoff was designed. We should have a team in there that's never been in there, that has earned it, that deserves it, and we're sick and tired of the same old teams. Yeah, it's the same four teams every year. Over and over again, we're sick and tired of it. So I appreciated that perspective yeah. because, yeah, I'm so freaking sick of Alabama. It's Alabama. LSU. Clemson. LSU. Ohio State. And then Oklahoma. Every every freaking right. year. And so, yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, the fact that it's Utah is incredible. That we're in the conversation. I just want it to be someone new. Let's make this Let's make, exciting. Right. Right. I I'm mean, with you. Yeah. Let me read. Let me read for you. I always like to get perspective from around the country. So, you know, I'll Google different places. I had a, I read some stuff from, of course, LA Times and <laughs> down south. And I, I, I came upon this article from the Tampa Bay Times. Of oh, all, yeah. The of all places. You've been yeah, reading the Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay Times, Times lately? I, I get, I've subscribed to that one. Um, <laughs> Let me just read a couple of things, but it's going. It's down the same lane that you were just uh, talking about. I think he makes some great points. Uh, this is what the article said. If you love college football and want it to continue to grow, then send your cheers to the Utes. They represent the geographic shift and brand name diversity the sport needs. Although college football is played across the country, it's controlled by one region. Yeah. Teams from the Southeast have won 12 of the last 13 national championships. 2014, Ohio State is the lone exception. Jeez. This region dominates the CFP, too. Only 10 different teams have appeared in the first five playoffs. The region has claimed 11 of the first 20 playoff spots and will probably get at least two more this year with number three Clemson on track for its fifth consecutive. If college football, and he continues, if college football is truly going to be a national sport, its championship race needs to be, well, national. Utah would add regional diversity to the field as only the third Pac-12 playoff participant so far. There was Oregon and there was Washington. Four schools, Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma, very ones you were saying. I just said. Have combined for 14 of the 20 playoff bids through five seasons. That's pathetic. At least two will probably make the the field this year, too. Even with the the Crimson Tide missing the final four, which they, they are, Clemson likely won't. 
To the average fan, Bama fatigue would just get replaced by Clemson fatigue. I'm already there. Likewise. Then he says, the game needs hope for teams outside the Southeast. It needs the possibility of Cinderella's, or at least semi-Cinderella's. It needs someone like Utah to make a run. And then in conclusion, regardless of where, and this, I think is Utah fans, listen to this. Regardless of where and how Utah finishes, the program has had a remarkable season. A trip to the playoff would make it even better for the Utes and the rest of college football. That was Matt Baker, Tampa Bay Times. I love the article. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, and I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that if Utah loses on Friday, I'm okay with it. No. Right? I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm okay. It's been a great season. <laughs> but the reality is it's been a phenomenal season. Yeah. Okay? We're 11-1 and one through the regular season in Pac-12 play, and we're ranked number five in the entire country right now. Uh, like, absorb that. Enjoy that. That's great. Okay? Obviously, I'm stressed out of my mind that I want to win on Friday, and it's it would be icing on the cake. But this has been a phenomenal season. Well, I guess his point is, you know, we, we're, we are Cinderella. People know it. I would presume most people throughout the rest of the country agrees with the sentiment of the article. We're right. sick of the same teams. Look, if you look at the NFL, you got to admit there's there is Patriots fatigue. Mm-hmm. They're oh, sick of them dominating. Everyone is. I mean, they are they're fantastic, but it's it's actually it's boring. It's a, college football. It's even worse. It is it is worse. It's the same. It is the same teams, and basically from a region in the country. Yeah, from the south. Well, and and so, so this I, yeah. Utah really is somewhat representative, I think, of the rest of the country to try to get in there and do some damage and shake this thing up. And supposedly, this is the reason the playoff was created. Uh The stupid BCS system that wouldn't allow anyone to get in, so they went, okay, well, let's create a better way. But in reality, it's still subjective. It's people in a room deciding who gets to be in versus basing it on just your merit and your wins and your whatnot but and passing the eye test that's the other big thing is that's the, the big the bcs was all analytical right yeah. it was all computer stuff it was all based off a of computer these are the the best t- two teams in the country this system is supposed to be i sit down on a saturday and go holy crap utah's really freaking good but again then you're going to someone's opinion versus someone's record well it's an opinion for four rather than an opinion for two to two right Right, but that's pretty much but all I'm they did. Here so looking it ex- at it, expanded it sort a little of, bit. A little, but I'm sitting here looking at it, going, "Okay, LSU, Ohio State, and unless Bronco pulls a miracle, Clemson, okay, and then the fourth team, Georgia, Utah, and then Oklahoma. If out of some weird thing, Utah, or let's say Georgia loses to LSU, it's Utah if they win. So let me ask that. That's that's the debate you're hearing even now. So with how the things have played out with the uh, these rankings ever right now, as of today, Utah's mm-hmm. at five. And so we've got Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Georgia. Right. Utah at five. Is Utah – so how does Utah – well, if uh, Georgia loses to LSU, is Utah in or is Oklahoma? So what are you the, thinking? That's, that's the question. That's what everyone's debating. So here's the thing. Let's say Utah wins. Let's say Oklahoma wins. Okay, 
you have we have to win in order oh, to we win. have to we win. know that everyone okay, knows that we, we have that. to right. so Utah got to win <laughs> that's the, that's the question if Utah wins Oklahoma wins and Georgia loses to LSU if Oklahoma leapfrogs Utah it's exactly what we just talked okay, about okay but right. do you think that will happen no i do not okay i do not in fact i think that if Utah wins then i think they're in if if Georgia loses i think they pass the eyeball test i think that they've they've had such dominant wins we're averaging wins by 27 points in the last seven games. I mean, that is crazy for a Utah football team. Oklahoma, they can say we had the quote-unquote better strength of schedule. They didn't. Okay, Nationally, our strength of schedule is 90. Theirs is 93. So they can say whatever the crap they want. And they're struggling to beat people. Okay, They almost lost a couple weeks ago. Okay, things are, They're winning by 7 to 10. We're winning by 28 freaking points a game. But they have that stupid national brand. Well, they're, yeah, they, they do. And you know they've they're kind of a high flying looking team at times. They're very flashy and they've got hurt. But still, I guess that's the question. All of this stuff after today, I guess uh, for me, I don't know, Bren, you can tell us what you're thinking. But after today, for me, it would have been this: if if the, the committee would have made the statement today, agreed, it, it, they had every opportunity to say Utah would just stay at six, and we'll put Oklahoma, Oklahoma, at jump five. us. And jump us. That's in. what I was worried about. So that was a worry. I think they would have made the statement. By the fact that Utah remains at number five, is that if they win, they're in. They're in. As long as, of course, Georgia has to lose. So that's the that's, that's, the that's problem. The, we win, Georgia loses, we're in. I think Georgia, that's what Georgia it is. LSU play each other. If if Georgia somehow miraculously beats LSU, they're both in. Which is a and that's bull. Crap. That still ticks me off. Yeah, I, still I agree. They're both in. crap. And then. Virginia's playing Clemson. And honestly, I think if Clemson loses that game and somehow Dinko pulls out a miracle, <laughs> I still think Clemson would be in. I don't. Ugh, and then oh so and then Ohio State plays Wisconsin, who and Wisconsin's actually a pretty decent football team. Some weird stuff could Some happen. Weird stuff that could but happen. Utah win. Okay. We all know that. But Georgia Georgia's got to lose. Lose and, and then Utah's in. Utah's in. And I don't think I, I've heard people saying, well, it's gotta be a substantial, sizable no. win. I don't. I don't agree because Oregon is freaking good. Yeah, that's the thing. People, Oregon's ranked thirteenth. It's not like we're playing an unranked. They were six team. until they choked. Yeah, they until were they six. freaking choked. But they're a good. They're, they're a, a good really football good team. football team. So it is right there. And last week we needed two <clears throat> things to happen. We needed Bama to lose and Utah to win. Those two things happened. This weekend, Utah's got to win. Georgia's got to lose. There you go. Book your flights, Georgia people. <laughs> I. I said this a few weeks ago. I think it was when I was watching Oregon play USC. And I remember thinking in my head, I really want to see Utah play Oregon this year. It's coming. Here it is. Well, I did too because the only way that was going to happen was in the championship know, game. But, but I just yeah. remember when I, was, when I was watching them thinking, man, that would be a really good game. It's going to be a really good game. <laughs> so Friday night, be. we're on ABC again, 6 p.m., Right, six p.m. Mountain yeah, Time yeah. against Oregon. Oh, this game makes me nervous. See what uh, I will say. This I was talking to. Who was I talking to? I can't remember. But um, a little bit. Who I who I was speaking with was aggravated in the fact that we had a short week. And we're playing Friday night, mm. and I, as I thought about it, though I saw I see his point. But now as I th have thought about it, I think it's great because we are the only show in town Everyone's on Friday gonna, night. Everyone will be tuned this in. This is That's the big true. weekend. This, this is, is a huge weekend for who goes to the, the, the Final Four. And Utah is the only team going on on Friday So there's night. nothing else to watch. Everybody else on ABC, 
all those teams are watching this game. That's true. That's that's going to be big for us because yeah. on Saturday, then all the other ones spread out. But there's just a lot going on. I Utah's do feel it. like I was talking to someone about that today, and they said, "I why are we playing on Friday?" And honestly, I feel like it's because the, the Pac-12 is just like the redheaded stepchild of, of championship games. That's why we're relegated to Friday. But that's a good point that we're the only one. That's, see, that's my point, though, is that I get the, that we think that. Yeah. And we have one less day to prepare, both teams that way. But if you look at it with people watching, there is no other show in town, baby. Just us and Oregon. Well, and I mean, we've got plans in place for short weeks, and so. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm it, not worried. That this part team doesn't is worry so me. So dialed in, the the coaching staff, these seniors, these guys are so freaking focused and dialed in. But it's, this this game worries me. Oh, it worries me too. I mean, this is no pushover. This isn't. We're not playing Oregon State or Cal here. This is this is Oregon. They had a chance to go to the playoff just like us until they crapped the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, this is a really, really oh, good no. football team. We can lose if we don't play well. That can and has the ability to shred you if you're not Someone on your game. Yesterday in Witt's press conference, some analyst, yeah, asked him the question. So, do you look at film from oh, other games this. and how teams beat that yeah. team, and then do you model your yeah. game plan after that? I thought Whittingham was... should be was fired for asking that question. Exactly. Yeah. The guy literally was like, so do you watch uh, how other teams <laughs> had success against Oregon and then try to mimic that? And, I, and you just know when Whittingham's You're looking at Whit, you're going... He's going... He's ready to... His head's ready freaking to... freaking kidding me? Is that really what you're and asking And then he had, to am- he had to answer that question. And he goes, yeah, that's why we watch film. <laughs> that's why they sit there and analyze that's film. That's why they spend hours on film to go, oh, Oregon gives up a big play if you do this. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And then they also, <laughs> just so you know, question. vice versa, they look at Oregon and go, how are they going to try and beat us? Oh! Yeah, you know that Oregon's going to be watching the USC film against us. Yeah. We're watching the ASU film against them. I mean, you watch the whole season. But, yeah, it was a dumb question. It's some of the people. But what are, so what's well, the stats on Oregon? So, okay, here is uh, their record, their wins and losses this year. Just to remind ourselves... How good they are! How good they they are! They lost to Auburn first game of the first game of the year. Unlike the last play, of they the should game? have won the game. They should yeah. have won that game. Yeah, they should have they, won the game. They should have won. So they lost 21-27. Then of course they destroyed Nevada and Montana. You know those those are the cupcakes that they had. Uh, they took out Stanford. They beat California California seventeen seven. Um. They destroyed Colorado, forty-five to three. Okay. And we, what was ours? Uh, forty-five, forty-five, fifteen. 15. Uh, they beat Washington thirty-five, thirty-one. They had to come back on that one. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a really close game. They could have that was they could have lost. They were down. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat Washington State thirty-seven, thirty-five. And we we dominated Washington State. Yeah. They beat Arizona thirty-four-six. You skipped one. Um, oh, this one's This is the one. one. So this is why you have to be scared, Utah fans. They destroyed USC. Mm-hmm. They Killed kicked them. the crap out of them. And Fif- I watched that 56, game. 56-24. Killed them. Offensively and their yeah. defense. I mean, it, it was scary. Right. And then this is the, the crap the bed game against Arizona State. They didn't wet the bed. They crapped the bed. Yeah. <laughs> they did both. 28-31, they lose. To- how do you lose to 
Just remember, we let their quarter Arizona State's quarterback throw for a grand total of 25 yards that game. <laughs> I don't know. So this this is when you look at their 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 <laughs> Seriously. scores. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Daniels threw for 25 yards against Utah. 25 yards. You know how many yards he threw? Daniels threw against Oregon in that win. 408. I'm no mathematician. <laughs> I know that. But that's <laughs> yeah, we figured a lot that out. more. Yeah. <laughs> but but then on the flip side, they go and they beat the living life See, out, that's, of, that's it. out of SC. So it's this weird, what team's going to show up? And then, they, oh. then they beat Oregon State. But, but they not, actually not struggled in good. that game. Who I, we like, was it 56 to 7 or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I don't know what it was. I can't remember. We killed them. So it's this weird back and forth, but they have the ability to be really, really, really good. So my biggest Was thing, that at USC, too? Was that game at USC? No. It, yeah, yeah it, was. it was. It was. It was at USC. It was at Coliseum. Coliseum. Yeah, and they killed them. Well, here's their... So they're averaging 35, almost 36 points a game, and they are holding their point, uh, opponents to 16 points a game. When you average it all out, um, rushing yards they average 178. Their opponents 106 yards. Their passing yardage they average 273 yards. That's a little under than what I thought it might be, but 273 yards, and they allow their opponent 225. Their um, total offense, total total yardage is 452 a game. They allow their opponent 331. They've scored 59 touchdowns this year to 19 for their opponents. Is this the best quarterback we'll have played, hands down? So, yeah. So, Herbert, he he throws at a 67.5% completion rate, which is pretty good. Yeah, he averages a 261 a game. They've got a couple of um, running backs – who average, both average about six yards of carry. They, they get two guys that, that that run in the game. So, I don't know. I just look at, like, I mean, they're they're really good. And the underrated side of this, these, these guys, they got a good, really good defense. I think they led, right. the, they led the Pac-12 in interceptions this year. Mm-hmm. And then we were number two. So... And their O-line is supposed to be really And their good. O-line is probably the best O-line we're going to go up against. I would say that Herbert's the best quarterback we've seen all year. I, I know that Gordon dude over the cocky Gordon guy up at Washington <laughs> Washington State. The guy can, threw up a ton of yards and had a bunch of statistics. They don't have but the team around him. They don't have the team. Mm-hmm. And so these guys have a, have a team. And you could say this about every, every quarterback. The, the key to, to Herbert is... Applying pressure, but they're a balance. See, they're a balance. They they're not balance. Washington State is throw every play. These guys yes. are balanced. So you right. can't just say, okay, they're throwing the ball every play. Mm-hmm. No, you you have to anticipate on the run. So it's going to be a they have a, a hard fought game. They have a good offensive line. That to me is that, that's where it's going to we're going to this game will be won or lost. Will, will be won or lost. It hinges on that. It's in the trenches. It's the lines on both sides. On both sides. Our offensive line being able. To open holes and to protect, and then look, Utah wins because our defensive line, the four of them mainly, raises so much havoc. We're able then yeah. to, the linebackers are free to do their thing, and we can cover. And so we're, we're up against this really good offensive line. Can our uh, 
defensive line do what they've been doing. That uh, to me, so. the, that's that's the key. That's to the key. The, that's so we'll get into it. I asked. I, I did a poll on. Oh, the, yeah, the, we'll, we'll get, get to into that. that. But just that's exactly what Kevin Bond he said on the poll. He Did said, he? "Yeah, I put four four options up there." He said, "None of these. The game will be won in the trenches." And I I tend to agree. I mean, but m- most football games are won that way. But this is the best offensive line we've seen, best quarterback we've seen, and one of the best defenses we'll have faced all year. But I would argue that we are the strongest defensive line that they will see. Oh, oh cool. this is the best. We're the best defense we're, they'll have seen all year. Right. And so and that includes, I would include Auburn. In absolutely. It. Yeah. So that it is going to be, we're really balanced matched with them. Uh-huh. Um, where I, my worries are, is Moss being able to find the holes with our offensive line? Cause they were struggling a little bit against Colorado. Well, Colorado though, they came. Their game plan when they came into that game was make Huntley beat us. If you watch the the replay, it was they were putting everything on stopping Moss. Yeah, but see, that's where I worry is that Oregon's going to do the same thing. Great. And then no, but then Huntley, and there was a touch of this on Saturday. He tries to be everything to everybody. He tries to do everything, and I'm worried about him making some bad decisions with throws and then they're there to pick him off. So he, that's where I'm worried, especially in the first quarter. Secondary is good too. Exactly. Yeah. But so he really settled into that, that, that game and played great. Now I just pulled up. Just, I see though. Can I just say, I, I sort of agree. I see what she's saying. Brand, Cause there were a few plays. It felt like I saw the uh-huh. old Tyler. Yeah. Now, of course I haven't gone back and analyzed what was going on back with the receivers open, not open, all that stuff. But he felt like he had some happy feet sometimes. He, instead of throwing going it. a little too much. Yeah. I'm worried about him getting injured. Exactly. Yeah. It did, oh, the injury. But I'm being picky sort of here because he did no, it, settle in. It did yeah. feel a little reminiscent of last year. That's where I worried that when he gets in those high pressure, he feels like he has to do it all. Yeah. Well, and this game's so big that I, it's like. So that's where I worry because then he, if he throws it up, their guys are going to yeah, pick it off. They're going to be smart yeah. in this one. So I just went back and I did some looking. Um, Huntley's having a tremendous year. Okay, he's in the conversation for Heisman. Let's be honest. <laughs> he should be in the conversation for Heisman. Yeah, so kind of everyone would agree the best quarterback we've ever had at the University of Utah was Alex Smith in 2000, that 2003 season. Killed it. Four. We, 2004 season. Uh, yeah. So I just went back and I pulled up some numbers. Side-by-side comparison between Tyler Huntley and Alex Smith. Okay, just for some references. Tyler Huntley has completed 188 passes this year. Smith had 214. But Tyler Huntley is completing 75% of his passes. Smith was completing 67%. So Huntley's got better completion percentage. Alex Smith only had less than 200 yards more that season than Huntley has this year. The big gap is um, touchdowns. Alex Smith had 32 touchdown passes that year. <laughs> 32. Now, Huntley's only got 16, and Smith had four picks. Huntley's only got two. Yeah. So they are super, super comparable. I mean, if you were to say, can we put Alex Smith on this team? You'd probably jump all over that. But statistically speaking, they're really even. Yeah, it's just that's Huntley's downfall is when he he just tries to do it all and then he scrambles and maybe doesn't make the best decision and you can't do that against Oregon. So that's to I me, see what you're that's kind of where my biggest worry is. But I mean, we're here. He Why hasn't you... been doing it though, so I'm I'm no. I feel comfortable that he's I do not too. I feel like I, I, you know, especially if we can come out and not start slow. If we can come out and start 
well. I'm going to start slow. That's how we start. That's how we do I everything. Know, and then people <laughs> lose their shiz. Here's the... Uh, so, we played Oregon last year mm-hmm. at Rice-Eccles. Do you remember the score by chance? I know we beat them. I don't remember we the beat score. them. 32-25. So this, oh, hey. Do you, have this, this was, do you have the stats pulled up on that? Uh-huh. How many rushing yards did we so, have? So, we had 32-25. We beat Oregon. So... We've all had some changes, but a lot of the personnel's back. Very, very similar. So, and the, the coaching staffs are... Except... Except... Here's the big... One of the big differences. Is This was the first game. <laughs> Shelly started. Uh-huh. And Shine was the running back. Okay? Oh. We didn't even have Huntley or Moss. Right. And we didn't have a Keithy. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. I love that man. <laughs> um, so, just... But we... So, we won 32-25. And in comparison, last year... Uh, rushing yards, Oregon, 117. Rushing yards, Utah, 232. Hmm. Uh, pass yeah, Shine was Shine. Had 174 rushing yards that game. Passing, 288 for Oregon. Utah, 262. So that's, that's fine. Total offense, total yards, Oregon 405, Utah 494. With Shine? We almost had 500 freaking yards. And Shelly? Uh, average play, so this is what's interesting, average play 6.1 yards for Oregon, 6.3 yards for Utah. And that's with Troy Taylor as the offensive coordinator, by the way. <laughs> we didn't, and, uh, yeah. but, the, but the main <laughs> difference in the game was Matt Gay hit six for six field goals. That's the key. Oh, we got right score. There. We scored touchdowns. You have to score touchdowns. These guys are only allowing thirty three percent in the red zone. So on, only one out of every three red zone possessions, the, the offense is scoring on them. We have to score touchdowns. We just need to score from outside the red zone. That, that's going to be the <laughs> that that could be the key of the game. This is Herbert. This is Oregon. Of course, they're better as Utah is better. But when I but I when I watch but I read this and these stats. I'm still nervous, but this makes me feel a lot better. Just by the fact, we're better. A lot better. We're a lot better. Than, I mean, we're a little, we're, we're better defensively, though I don't, you know, not substantially. Offensively, mm-hmm. oh, head and we're shoulders. a lot better. The way, yeah. and the play calling. The personnel. And this is not to put down Shine um, or Shelly, because they did a wonderful job. Right. But. But, but they're not Moss and Huntley. They're not Moss and Huntley. So if 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 Utah can play like we've been playing, I'm not. I think Ute fans, we are stupid if we think we're going to go into this game, and we're going to dominate them like we've been dominating everybody else, and they're no. going to score six points, no. and they're going to rush for fifty yards and throw for 110 yards. Get it right out of your no. brain, right out of your minds right now, because this is going to be a real game. Yeah. yeah. This is this is not. It's over at halftime, sort of a game. No. This is like uh, fourteen. We could 14. be down at half. I'm we stuck could like be this. down at half. They're going to score on us. Yeah. So be ready for it. Well, Don't and you bring up a, hang yourself at halftime. Yeah, you bring up a good point. You know, <laughs> it's well, we'll get, we'll get to that in a, in a minute. But you do bring up a good point, and it, I think it's good to remind everyone. Last year, when we played in the championship game against Washington, we didn't have Tyler Huntley. We didn't have Zach Moss. They were injured, and they didn't play that whole second half of the season. Yep. Like you're saying, starting with that Oregon game. That's huge. Oh, and massive. we only lost by a touchdown to Washington last year in that weird, yeah, weird, that weird we pick had six. No offense. championship. We had no offense. That's just the fact. 
So, and of course, this game's completely different than the Washington team we played last year, but we've got a whole different team, I feel like, going in because we have our offensive players and they're healthy. And Huntley and Moss are a dynamic duo, so. I love the, and we've talked about this, I love the play calling of Coach Ludwig. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not only the plays and the variety, but where he's throwing in these plays, I think that's going to be a big difference. Yeah. The thing about Oregon, though, they do, and I was listening to some national program, and they were talking about the receivers of Oregon. They got some good ones, but they don't have USC. They do not have USC receivers. USC had three big dudes. NFL guys. And that's what beat us. Uh Mm -hmm. Now, these guys have speed. They're very good. They're not great. But they're not USC receivers, uh-uh. so that doesn't scare. They're not as even much Oregon they, receivers of the past. So, you know, but they've got some good kickoff returners, punt returners. Yeah, they special got, we teams. Gotta be, we got to be careful with that stuff. So you did put a poll right. question on our Facebook group. So why don't you put go through those? So the the question results. was just what is going to be the key to victory? Okay, and I gave four options. Yeah, smart asses. I know that if Utah scores more points. That's the key to victory. <laughs> really? That's, that's how you Freaking, win? I, oh, okay. I should have put that as one of the options. Okay. <laughs> so the four options were no turnovers. That's, that led with 150, 138 votes. Moss rushes for 150 plus. Number two. Number three was Herbert throws for under 250. And number four, Utah scores over 35. Now, if I think now, I think if Utah scores over thirty-five, they've won the game. I do not think our defense is giving up more than thirty-five points. So, the no turnovers—if you win that turnover battle, that'll be enormous. Uh, but my personal—I I just that was it, the, but the question. What's no the turnovers? No, nope. the, the key, and it was no turnovers. No turnovers. Uh, that's uh, that wasn't mine because I think. It wasn't win the turnover battle. It was no, no turnovers. turnovers. Yeah. I think we can still win if we make if we may have a turnover. Yeah. So I don't think that's the key, though. It's a it's a big key, and you know if we fumble and we overcame turnovers to Washington that could have killed us. Yeah. yeah that's if true. we lose the turnover battle and we lose like they they lose one, we lose five. The game's over. Right. I get that. That's not the question though. I'm I but I don't think it's the key that we just. If we have a turnover, we can overcome that. Agreed. So that's why I don't. I did so not. what was what was your vote then? Do the, go down the other ones. Those are the four. But all, uh, some of the comments. So, what did you do it? Yeah. Rin, what, what did was you yours? Put? I put Moss runs for 150. That's a really good. If because if, if Moss runs for over 150 yards, we've controlled the ball, we've controlled the line of scrimmage, and we've controlled the clock, and those are all huge factors. Yeah. So I. I do agree. I think if Moss has 150 plus, that we're in a tremendous spot to win. So, and then what did you say? So then the other the other key I didn't do this. It wasn't this one. It was Herbert less than 250. Yeah, that's I still, right about average where he's at though. Yeah, but it, you know you're looking 300 or more, whatever. But 250 or less. If he did, if he was less than 250, we're in a good place to win. I think. But that, I did the 35 points. <laughs> if we score 35? Because I just I feel like we got to score. I, I'm, I'll, just yeah. say, I'll just say it. They're, they're going to score points. Yeah. But I don't see them scoring more than 35. No, well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I said the 35 because the key of it is, 
whatever the number is, I feel like we have to score in the 30s is the key to win because if we bog down and we score 17 points, they're going to beat us. And that comes back to the field, the field goals. Touchdowns on field goals, you cannot that's what I beat did. Oregon with field goals. Mm. The fact that we beat them last year with field goals was a miracle. So let, let's go here. My my prediction, you got your, have you thought about it? My prediction is 35-28 or 34-28. No, 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 pick one. <laughs> you have to pick one that's going to go in the spreadsheet. I'm putting it in right now. Okay, it's 34-28. 62-20. Oh, no, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I hey, wish, to, man. To that point, so you see the uniform yeah. that, that Utah put out that we're going to wear. The white? The all-white. I love it. That's remember, from that game. Remember last time Utah wore all-white against Oregon? Mm-hmm. That game. 62-20. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No. Um, What did you say? 34-28 to 28 for Gary. Well, freak. Mine was going to be right there. Oh, P- cool. Put it in. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was... No, I'm going to say 32-28. That's even closer. I'm too off of you. Um, 27-17, Utah. Okay. Oh. Uh, for, for reference, last week, Gary won. Uh-huh. No, well, he didn't. So uh, 42-17 was Gary's prediction. And we were at 45-15. That is pretty 15. close. Congrats. Is it, am I the only, you never, we never would... What was yours? My, mine was 35-10. So I was the worst. Yeah, I don't know. I hate that they got that touchdown. And the, there's the two-point conversion that really pisses me off because if you look at the score and you're like, oh, it's 45-14, Utah killed them. But for some reason, that 15 number, it's so, so weird looking in football <laughs> that you're <laughs> kind of like, oh, it's closer than. Yeah, it was weird that we let them score that second touchdown. I don't quite know what was going on. Yeah. But we had we had the twos and threes, some twos. No, and not at that one. Not they at scored. that point. Oh they no, yeah, on that one. That's right. They did. We stopped them. They were yeah. trying to score again. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't bother me at that point. We were killing them. Okay, things happen. So let's let's move on. We let's, talk, them. let's talk about Colorado and that glorious. Yeah, what do we want to say? Forty-five, fifteen. Forty-five, fifteen. Um, I don't even. All I can say is this again. Is Montez threw for 157 yards? What, how much rushing did they have? And they netted six, 60 yards rushing. So we all said that Utah will hold them under 100. Mm-hmm. And we did. And we did. Uh, we rushed for as a team 207. Jeez. 165 yards throwing for Huntley. A couple TDs. No picks. No picks again. So our D, our D, golden child of football. <laughs> um, <laughs> You can't contain down. the man. I mean, but, but watching the game, it's I, I didn't I didn't realize we dominated them that much as I was watching the game. Right when you're right. there, think about it, though they came out and went down. They scored on their first they possession. They scored, and so and then the rest of the game was in the fourth quarter. They scored again. Yeah. So they scored seven points. Then we blew the crap. We blew them out. Yeah. We scored then they like, finally scored again. Yeah. We scored like thirty-eight unanswered or something like that. So I'm not sure what to say other than, I don't know, for whatever reason, we, we started out of the gate slow, uh, and it was a bit concerning there for a bit, but then it started rolling, and they couldn't get anything done. I think it was exactly kind of what we, what we talked about last week, is that Senior Day has, I'm not going to say it's a curse, but it kind of has that. It has an effect. It has that ability to affect the players, and I think that's what you were seeing in the first quarter. Um, you think the cold could have had something to do with... Uh, 
I think so. maybe, but I don't know. Just I to mean, get used to it. Yeah, you when you when you talk to the guys after the game, they all say the cold wasn't bothering them, but but I don't know. I just we did start out slow. I my biggest keys of the game were the one play. So it was when the brawl happened, which I still don't understand because I rewatched the game. I do not understand. How we got two penalties on that. And how is it that we got two and they got one and they offset? It's, 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 we could have had eight and they could have had one and it offsets. That's just how, that's just how it's written. It off, offsets. Okay. So rewatching that, the guy pushes an eye down. He then punches an eye. And that dude doesn't even get penalized. Yeah, he didn't get a penalty. Those refs, refs, and it was the refs were garbage. And it was right in front of the refs. He was standing there watching. He ignored it. it. And he just ignored it. He didn't even throw the flag on that. that. Yeah. And it was weird. So I, you know, when that was happening in the game, it was like everyone's freaking out, and they wouldn't really show us a replay. We had no idea what was going on. Oh, really? The replay board <laughs> wouldn't show a replay. Yeah, they never showed a replay. The very next play is Simpkins punt return. Yep. So it just oh, yeah. it just changed everything. And the place. Erupted. I almost passed out. I was jumping and <laughs> screaming so much. That was so nice. My legs like went jelly sweet. after that because get lightheaded. <laughs> I get lightheaded a lot. And then after that, it just I feel like it all just shifted and we just started rolling. But it was that weird moment where we had this kind of scrum and people were getting in each other's faces and I mean that could have gone really badly and then we just answered and then went from there. But I loved seeing Simpkins have a good game. Yeah, yeah. me too. You know, Same. I he kind of gets overshadowed a little bit by Huntley he had and a Moss. couple of... He got blown up on that punt where he should have called the fair catch, and fortunately, we recovered. We recovered. He right. was the guy who caught the, the punt in the end zone. There. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Instead of downing it on the one-yard line, he it was stood in the, end in the end zone. zone. So, and he referenced that after the game, post-game, and he knew that he'd made a couple of bad decisions. But and he score, wanted to, to rectify it, which he did. All three of the the trio scored. Huntley threw two passes, mm-hmm. Moss and Simpkins. Pretty there freaking cool. It was great. I'm going to admit that I never realized that they were numbers one, two, and three until Saturday okay, night. Okay, that's just <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When I, when I realized it, I thought, how did I not realize that? Anyways, I was so glad that they had a good game, all three of them. And really, just all of our seniors. I mean, and I, he... Not broke the record. He tied the record, right? Yeah, he got screwed. By Which the way, he did. He should have had one more sack. He had a. He had the guy in his sights. Gets he held. just needs a half this game, though. This counts. He gets held. Does it count? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And uh, they throw the flag, but then the guy walks up and moves the flag out of the end zone. That was uh, a penalty in the end zone. Yeah, that was about ridiculous. four yards into the end zone. I don't know how they got it away was with on that the. One. It was happening on the tee in the end zone. <laughs> It seriously was. So how do you say, uh, anyways, the refs were horrible, but Rice Eccles was, was awesome. It was rocking. And ro- watching it back on ABC with ABC camera equipment <laughs> yeah. and some of those aerial shots that they did of Salt Lake City. I mean, we were putting on a show. Yeah. I'm proud of Rice Eccles. It, for, we, it, everybody was talking about be there, be there, be there for the seniors. People were there. They were. They it were great. Droves. It was Fans, It was it awesome. Was, it was, it was, it was rocking. It was loud too. It was, but that was tip. I think it's typical. It's typical, it, but you know, with it being twenty degrees, I, that sometimes yeah, it was cold. Keeps it was cold. people away. I, I didn't get cold though. I had the right equipment. Good. My heating pads on my kidneys worked wonders. <laughs> they, they warmed up your warmed up your urine. <laughs> kept you warm. Warmed up my body. 
Um, but I will say, when we're talking about Rice Eccles, the must, of course. Oh, yeah, bring it. And we were having a difficult time. We were worried because it was Thanksgiving, so students aren't in school. But, of course, we wanted it full because we're on ABC, and so we were allowing people to bring their friends and whatnot. Yes, not every seat was filled, but I think it looked really great. And the students were into it, and they were loud. And this whole season, we've been in the running for this Taco Bell Student Section of the Year award. And so we've been doing a bunch of social media campaigns and whatnot. And so we just found out today that we're a semifinalist. Fantastic. Damn right we are. So a top four. (laughs) And I also found out that they are flying one of my students to the college football awards ceremony in Atlanta. That's cool. So she, it's Avery. Oh, Avery. (laughs) Avery from Twitter. Avery. Because she has been (laughs) badgering those committee members all season long. Is she really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't want to surprise. If you follow her, it's amazing. But they're flying her out to that ceremony, and she's going to represent the University of Utah in case the must happens to win the student section of the year. She'll be there to accept the award. So. Right after the Heisman, <laughs> right, but, right just before the Heisman, just before Huntley gets his Heisman. <laughs> Real quick, what, are you done? Yeah, I just I want to give a shout out to the Mus, and great. I, you know I'm sick and tired of people dodging on the Mus all year long, and so top four in the country, people. It's great recognition. Exactly, they are. It's- the Mus sucks. <laughs> I hear that all the time. It's so stupid. Yeah, they're just jealous. It's great. We're winding down. We can't get through this without mentioning the 2019 All Pac-12 team. We haven't talked about oh, it at all. Oh, right. Okay. So it's all Utah. It should be. But here's here's the thing. Offensively, the All Pac-12 team. The quarterback is Tyler Huntley. He's the best yeah. quarterback in the Pac-12. Zach Moss is on there, and then Keithy, the tight end. <laughs> now, there's three Oregon players on this, and they're all offensive linemen. So that's kind of what goes back to what we talked about. Defensively, very similar. We've got... Defensively, it's all Utah. Yes, yes. We've got Anai, <laughs> Penasini, Fotu, and Francis Bernard, Jalen Johnson, Julian Blackman, <laughs> and Bryn's crush, Burgess, are all on the all-pack all <laughs> 12 team for this year. So it's all Utah. Yeah, there's... <laughs> seriously... So I didn't think we, we can't get through this without talking about it. I mean, it's, no, that's that awesome. is, that's incredible. It's unusual. It, it is. Usually it's, <laughs> you just don't see that. Usually it's, it's like one Utah player. One or player. two guys from teams. Seriously. No, that's insane. That, we've, we've put an entire team out there. <laughs> Seven. Seven Utah defenders alone. Our entire defensive line's practically on there. It's that's, pretty neat. That is cool. There's probably some second team too. I don't know if Yeah, we, there are a bunch um, on second team. If we want to mention at all some of the coaching shakeups that have happened this week, let's let's bag let's bypass it. We're 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 running late. We need to we need to get to the dick. Yeah, because we want we want to you know be be um, gentle with this. But (laughs) (laughs) tell me what to do. I was gonna say something. I'm not gonna say it. (laughs) Say it, Brent. What are you gonna say? No, 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 no. The dick award. Sensitive. Who, who's presenting? Can I say sensitive dick award? <laughs> sensitive dick? Sensitive dick, dick award. <laughs> Go for my it, favorite, James. This is my favorite segment that we do because of all the puns that are oh my God. childish, like an eight-year-old. Kill it, James. He's going to go off the rails. Yeah, I'm going to go off the rails. You know why? Because these people are dicks. Oh, oh, here's the guard, the guard dog. dog. Comes the guard dog. He woke up. Okay, here's... What am I hearing? Here's <laughs> the dick award. Okay. It is the first quarter of the Utah football game, and we... Uh, Utah let 
an opponent score for the first time in 16 quarters a touchdown. And people around me in the north end zone were ready to burn Rice Eccles to the ground. Mm-hmm. And I'm not exaggerating. Correct. People were losing their minds. And I'm sitting there going, people, it's the first quarter. Did you think that this was just going to be a cakewalk? Mm-hmm. Like Colorado was playing for their lives. They wanted to win that game. They could have gotten bowl eligible. And honestly, they wanted to stop us from going to the Pac-12 championship game. So if you thought it was just going to be a cakewalk, you're an idiot, number one. But people behind me were yelling all sorts of stuff. And the king dick <laughs> goes to the jackass who is taunting our own quarterback. Yes. Yeah, that was pathetic. He's Heisman. Going, hey, Heisman, I thought you were supposed to be a Heisman quarterback. You're supposed to be better than that, Heisman. And I'm sitting here going, dude, it's, it's the first quarter. And who chirps their own freaking quarterback. I'm all about being passionate, okay? I'm a Raiders fan. I yell at my TV <laughs> weekly. Every, every Sunday. Our defense sucks, and I go on Twitter, and I tell them, but I'm not... Yeah, because they do suck. Because they do suck, okay? They do suck. They know they and suck. And they know they suck, okay? But I'm not sitting there in the first quarter freaking out at my own Heisman candidate quarterback because he's had one bad series. Okay? Yeah, it, it was... I'm with you. It was next level. Now, we're not saying, please, we're only saying a very, 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 very small Yes, it was not the whole stadium. Of, there were some, a few people around us, obnoxious, because they were loud. So it wasn't the majority of people, but I'm sure they represent some that were within that stadium. And anyone who were acting like these guys... Oh, it was, it was next they're level. They're dicks. Because we, at the time, we were number six in the nation. <laughs> a... a a dominant defense, a, a wonderful offense, putting up points. We're a freaking good team. And because we start off slow, these guys are, yeah, wanting to burn the whole thing it down. It was unbelievable. It was, it was so embarrassing. It, it was, it was embarrassing is a good word because if somebody was there visiting and didn't really know what Utah football was about and they thought, oh, it'd be fun to go to this game, you, you'd be embarrassed for some of the things that they were yelling. To the number six team that ended up beating Colorado by 30. These guys who are just are been so dominant, and then you mock them because <laughs> of a few a series. They gave up a touchdown? It, it was, it made a sense. So they are dicks. Yeah. And anyone who fans like this, look, I'm not going to tell dick. Look, I'm not tell you how to fan guy, all right? Right. Fan how you want to fan, but have some pr- perspective. Don't be a complete moron, okay? Like... Just have some perspective. This team is really, really, really good. First quarter. First some, quarter. Some struggle. How did it end up? I was frustrated in the first quarter, too. 45 Don't get me 15, wrong. Dude. I right. was sitting there. I was frustrated. I was going, man, we got let's step let's it get up. Going. Let's get rolling. But I wasn't taunting my own freaking quarterback. Yeah, make, making fun of him. Yeah. The thing that is weird, too, is yeah. these guys that you're talking about, they've been going to games for years. Uh-huh. Oh, so, I see them every game. Uh, exactly. So... They go to every game. They are Utah fans. They've in been theory. there. Well, in theory, they've seen the other teams we've all watched, you know, where you do get frustrated. So it was so weird. The guy behind me, after the first quarter, he goes, see you in the Holiday Bowl. What a dumbass. Yeah, who says this? And I'm like. See, that's stupid. Like, football's four quarters. <laughs> and you guys all know this because you come to every single uh-huh. game. It, it was weird. Yeah, so. Yeah, if, yeah, if you're taunting, booing your own team. Mocking. I have a problem Belittling. Yeah. Well, what other synonyms even, can I come up with? Listen, doing that to a, the number now five team number in the five nation. Number five team in the country I'm that sorry, you're could be the number four team and go to the playoff. You're going to go to the playoff game and 
taunt Huntley at that too. Well, they would. They it's probably just, would. It's I don't know. It's embarrassing. It, it really is. is. I guess that's enough said with that. Well, congratulations because, to those. more more so fantastic fans. Utah is a fantastic fan base. There are a yeah. lot of people that there's yeah. people like this that that the small the minority board. though that even like we would score a touchdown and. They, it was almost like they would prefer to be bitter and angry and yell at the Yeah, they shut up the rest of the game. And then all of a sudden, yeah. we're, we're winning. started by, dominating, yeah. I didn't hear them. We're no. up by 27, and then I never heard them from, from them again. Yeah, they don't make any noise. Until Colorado scored again <laughs> to make it 15, and then they lose their minds. And you're like, are you just here to be pissed? Uh, <laughs> they want perfection. They just demand perfection, apparently. Yeah. You're not going to get that in college football. Well, enough of that. Here we go, people. Go. This, this is, is the... this. Ugh. You know what, though? Can I say this? If this is a huge game, but reality is Utah's been playing a championship game for how many weeks in a row now? They've Since had to win. USC. Exactly. You're right. That's a great point. Almost the whole season, because if you lose, USC's yeah. mm-hmm. in. But we're not even playing this game. It's true. We've had so to win every, every game. game, because USC's right on the heels. Wasn't it eight? It's eight games straight, yeah. right, that we've won. So but, you're right. But here we are. This is now the end of the road. This Whoa. is... Man. This is the reason that players came back. This is the reason that Moss and Anai and all these seniors came back. This game right oh, here. Girl, come on, Utes. Oh, my God. Come on. I'm not going to be able to I got, sleep. I got, I, got, I got my new pack of Imodium my out. Stomach. I've got some ginger ale oh, going. I eat plenty of bananas. Is know, bananas good for you? Because I'm nervous <laughs> already. I know. Tuesday. I, I, I'm actually glad build the game's up, on baby. Friday build because up. then I can get it over with. Let's go. And We're going to win. You'll either be depressed in bed on Saturday fine, or baby. on cloud nine. We're gonna I'm going to be baby. driving around my neighborhood honking the horn. We're going to win, baby. Booking flights to Georgia. I know. Jeez. Oh, because we're going to go <laughs> do it. We're going to do it. So Get that debt up, baby. Get the credit card Ute out. fans, it's good to be a Ute fan. It's great. Enjoy this it. Love best. it. You're the best. This team is fantastic. So we've been, you mm. know, this is why you're a fan. Is for moments like this. This yep. is This is fun. Sweet. So... Soak it Go in. Go Utes. Go Utes. The boys are back in the championship, and they're going to win. Going to win. And we're going to the final four. Oh, God. You heard it here, and I think <laughs> we all know it. That's right. Mm-hmm.
Go Utes, go Utes. Go Utes!